You're listening to Please Save Me. Please Save Me is the official recap podcast of Chicago Heroes, network TV's number one drama. Chicago Heroes is definitely a real TV show, but you won't find it in any TV guide. And if you don't watch it, that's, that's your, your problem. problem. You've got to take a side. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? It's watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. If you see me coming, you better run because I'm going to lay the fuck down. Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. Smells like courage. Howdy doody, hero heads, and welcome back to another week of breaking down the uh, plot, the trends, the characters, the themes of a fantastic third episode of the second season of Chicago Heroes, television's number one show. I am the host of this podcast, Please Save Me, and my name is Ben Flores, and I'm here with my illustrious co-host, Sarah Black. Hi, howdy doody to you and yours. Oh, yes. A warm howdy duty to yours as well. And I'm sorry that I left yours out. Um, but please do extend that to them. So uh, we're happy to have you here back uh, listening um, and tuning in and sharing this great episode of television with uh, Sarah and I. Ugh, great episode of television then. Um, I'm, I'm just so glad that they're back in the swing of things. I'm glad that our heroes are all back except for Colton Smith. May he rest in peace. And I think this episode was, I mean... <sighs> Okay, so how many episodes have there been? Like, is this like the 25th episode of the show? Yeah, it's actually, it's hard to count because they do all the webisodes uh -huh. and they'll kind of do extended blocks where they'll stretch one episode out over a few days. I don't yeah. know if you're supposed to count that as one or right. two or three, but, you know, we're up into the the, the hundreds. Okay, yeah. yeah, and it's already hard to count, even just not considering those things. Just to begin with. Yeah. Um, anyway, this episode was so good. Where do you good. start? <laughs> where do you start? So I'll start by saying that this episode was so good, and it's crazy how they continue to top themselves each time. Uh, totally. I mean, if I was giving this episode stars, I would give it one, two, many. Too many stars. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and if I were a dog rating this episode and you'll see why I might be a dog rating this episode. I would give it five and a half woofs. Yeah. Uh, well give a dog a bone is what I would do. Yeah. And that was actually the episode the title. title of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just one of these kind of, um, when you're reading the TV guide, yeah, you've got to have I'm always an episode. Reading the TV guide, right? And it's crazy that you and I read it because we only watch this one show. But I always want to catch whether maybe it's because it's in syndication. So if it's being rerun on another network or something, you know, I don't want to miss it. Right. Well, and if they stopped doing it on Sundays, for example, and started doing it on Mondays, which may be a good time for us to bring up a little housekeeping item about our own show. Yeah, if you're listening to this podcast right now, and you are, then you will know that we released it on Tuesday for season two. So we used to used to be on Monday. Um, that was a season one thing. And now that we're in season two, we're going to put it out on Tuesdays. So new and improved. Yep. So make sure you update your subscriptions. Update your feeds. Update um, your feeds. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts to make sure that it's getting straight to you on Tuesdays. Make sure you sync those. Yeah, sync it yeah, up. Because 
you wouldn't want one of your devices to be out of sync with your other devices. No. So sync those up over Bluetooth or, mm-hmm. or put a cable if you need to. Yeah. Um, lots of ways to do it. Lots of ways. Yeah. I would say at least one, two, many. <laughs> too, too many ways. Yeah. Well, uh, this week we have a very interesting episode of Please Save Me about an even more interesting episode of Chicago Heroes. Mm-hmm. So we'll be recapping that. But uh, first we want to just dive into why the episode of our podcast is going to be so interesting. Weird and crazy and fun. Yeah. yeah and good. Uh, yeah. It's going to be good. And here's why. We have somebody awfully special with us this week. And Ben's letting me introduce him because... He means a little bit more to me than he might mean to Ben, but that may have changed by the end of this episode. Um, welcome to the trailer, my brother. Uh, boy, yo, 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 Did you guys know I had a brother? Boy, yo, 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 yo. My brother, Dan Black. Welcome him, welcome him to this episode. Howdy, duty hosts. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm so glad to be here. Um, I'm a big save me head or what do we, what do we call ourselves these days? A hero head. A hero head. Oh, I am a save me head too. Cause I love the pod, but I am a hero head. Aww. So I love the show. Um, I'm a, kind of a late adopter. I binged the first, I'm a binge head as well. I binged that first season. Oh yeah. Uh, and it's one... so bingeable cause well, we got into this earlier, but there's just so much content, which means that there's a lot to consume, which means that it's easier to binge. Yes. The more there is, the easier it's binge. I hate when I go to binge a show and it's like four episodes. Yeah. That's not even a binge to me. That's that's a walk in the that's park. That's a snack. Yeah. And I'm not talking about snack like a hot guy on Instagram. I'm talking about like, that's just like... A food snack. A yeah. food snack. A little well, bit of food. Yeah. Like when a show is thick, but I, I don't mean thick like, you know, like big, big hips. Uh, yeah, I mean thick like a lot of episodes a with, lot a of content. Yeah, yeah. with a K. Yeah, with a K. Yeah, I mean, um, I'll never forget uh, the last show that I ever watched before Chicago Heroes. You know, I purposely broke every bone in my body so that I could binge it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm at home and there's only one season. Then you're out for <laughs> what, six more weeks? Yeah. Oh, minimum. It, yeah, at least. So yeah. what'd you do instead? Just sat there, man. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. He so. got very annoying. It's, it sucks to not have something to binge. It, I hate when I get off of work and go home and, okay, you have like six hours before you have to go to bed. What are you supposed to do with that besides binge? Think inside your head? Right. No. no, thank you. No. no, thank you. These days, no. no Write way. something down? No. No. Yeah. no do not more unless work. someone's paying me. Yeah, no yeah. way. You know, and they're not. Yeah, I don't do Gotta more get work. That money. Gotta yeah. get that money. Well, that's true, and that's an interesting point. So, um, <laughs> you know, you were telling us that you have a, a new venture that might. Uh, you, well, what you said to us was you said, now. Uh, I don't want to make you guys angry, but I have something to tell you. And then we said, we got to start the podcast. Tell us on the air. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys are letting me do this on the air and not before where we could have like hashed it out a little bit. And I, I truly don't want to make you guys upset. I, so, you know, I'm a save me head, you know, I'm a hero hero head. head. Well, I'm a save me head too. Cause I love the pod. Hero head first, save me head second. They're interchangeable to me, either or. That's how much I love this thing. (laughs) I'm not paying him, guys. I'm not paying him. I love it so much that I thought, well, why don't I do my own, you know? Um, Hmm. Because my sister does it so well. I thought, well, maybe I'm a male, superior sex, and she's a little bit older than me, so she's a little bit more out of touch. I'm more kind of in, in sync with the youth. I thought, why don't I... I mean, I know this is the only recap show, but... I mean, there's got to be room for one more, right? It's such like an interesting idea. It's such a 
I mean, and people love to binge. We just talked about that. And what's better than binging is hearing about the thing you binged about. Ah, ah. more bang for your buck. Yes. I never thought of it that way. Well, yeah, because, okay, so you watch an hour of of uh, Chicago Heroes, and then you listen to an hour of Please Save Me. At least. At, At least. least. Yeah. At least. And to begin with, the show is maybe two, three, four hours. <laughs> and Chicago Heroes. Yeah. And oh, then, yeah, if you count all the extra add-ons. And, and, yeah, well, and the pod uh, cast is often we'll often record you know we'll do we'll put out an episode that's an hour and a half so that's 90 minutes but sure. we'll usually tell listeners to play it at you know 0. 0.75 0. 0.5 0. 0.25 even mm-hmm. you know quarter speed mm-hmm. so because because you get more for your money that yes. way so we'll, we'll tell we our talk listeners so fast. Put it, yeah put it on you know we'll talk fast you put it on quarter speed and now yeah you're getting six hours yeah out of this thing and then that takes you right from when you get home from work to when you have to go to bed and that's really helpful because there is there is such a drought of media these days uh-huh. that you mm-hmm. gotta fill the, uh, that's what I was talking about you gotta fill those hours so yeah. mm-hmm. gotta fill and the void and that's smart to play it at half speed or quarter speed so anyway you had an interest the thing that you wanted yeah, to share with I, us is you had thought about that and it's an interesting thought yeah I'm gonna start my own recap recap podcast, okay that's fucked up man well I, guys there's only one yeah there's room for two yeah this is kind of <sighs> there's room for two yeah I mean too many I feel like this is a pretty obvious metaphor for like our entire relationship. I already existed. And then Dan thought, Oh, okay. Well, what if there were one more kid? I'm going to get born. I'm going to get born. We talked about this off the air before the show. And I did did. think about getting born before (laughs) I got born because when you're, when you're, uh, he gestated for 13 months. Like I said, when you're, you have so much time to waste. And when I was in the (laughs) womb, I was so bored. Just sitting there thinking. Get me I, out I of here. Thought I need to binge. I need to consume. I need to be alive. And I waited until my time was up inside the womb. The full thirteen months. And I busted out of there. And I, when I came out, I was uh, my first words: TV, <laughs> TV, <laughs> TV. Those, and those are good yeah. words. <laughs> yeah, those yes. are really good words. Yeah, TV. Uh, well, now you're actually, I was upset with you. I was angry I, and I don't get angry easy, but I was angry. And, um, but then when you told that story, man, that story about when you were getting born yes. and thinking about saying TV, yes. you kind of swayed me over to your way of thinking. Yes. I was born to do this just as I think my sister was, she was born to do this, but she, it was a little bit earlier, you know, the eighties. TV, can you name one 80s TV show? Hill Street Blues. Well, Alf. Famously, the first serialized television show, uh, which could you could do a podcast about, and you could binge well, that show. Well, and that is a long time, and that didn't have any real influence. I mean, what the interesting thing about that first serialized television show, that didn't really have any influence on Chicago Heroes because they've no. you know famously sort of reacted against this trend of serialization, which I love. Where it's like, okay, well, let's see a one episode, and then let's see another one about the same, and another thing about more about what we saw in episodes one and two. And Chicago yeah. Heroes kind of said, you know, they let us make as many episodes as we want. What yeah. if we do a different thing with each one instead of yeah. try to stretch one story over multiple? episode it's so fucking punk rock it's kind of a go your own way thing that they do with this show and they've shown that even if you do go your own way you can still make uh buku bucks off of it oh buku buku bonanza bucks and so are they putting some of those bbbs into a spinoff okay i 
I think what is actually happening, they, Chicago Heroes is so popular, right? Yeah. There is number one show on television. television. Exactly. TV. You know, those TV execs, TV execs, that was my (laughs) second word actually, was execs. Because I knew, I I knew I had to like, I want to speak to them right now. (laughs) They have come up with this great idea, right? Where you copy a show, basically exactly, characters, plot lines, and then you put it on a different network. You just take the same exact show and you just put it up against Chicago Heroes. So okay, that will be the show that I am recapping. They just announced for the fall season, New York Saviors, which is, I don't, I don't want to be... I've I've read the synopsis that has not started yet as my recap podcast has not started yet, but I will be recapping New York Savers every single week. I'm so excited to announce that here on your guys' pod. Thank you for having me to do this. Um, I was just here to plug that. So, um, so you just want to end the episode now, or yeah, what? is that okay? Yeah. Well, we're gonna mm. recap the episode of Chicago Heroes this week. You can stick around or not. I, I guess uh, I'll stick. I did watch the episode, so I guess. Well, you I'll might as well then, um, because we had we were supposed to have a TV exec on this week, actually. TV it, exec. Yeah, it's exec. unfortunate though, is he uh, canceled on us? So mm-hmm. um, mm. we, that's really funny because my first guest, I've already signed him on, is uh, the guy Les Mooney's of CVS. Oh, Les Mooney's. Les Mooney's, yeah, the uh, great guy who I'm really excited to chat about. Uh, I never heard of him. Les Mooney's? Yeah. Uh, how do I how do I describe this man? Uh, <laughs> yeah, how do you describe this man? I think, I think See, I, I'm kind of a butt man. I like butts. <laughs> so I'm actually, for me, in my head, what I'd be thinking is, more Moonies, please. <laughs> what? So already I don't like this guy. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he's a TV exec, so he's like very uptight. Well, but, that does make me like him, though, because TV execs make good stuff. Yeah, yes. they do. Oh, and I thank them every day, and that's why I'm so excited <laughs> to have one on my show. It sucks that they canceled on your show, but, you know, you got me instead, so that's good, too, right? And yeah, we'll never, good. And we'll never forgive Dick Wolf. And, we, yes, we won't um, for stealing this idea and using his time machine and going back in time from off of... He stole Chicago Heroes' idea... <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he went back in time and made shows that he based yes. off of it that were never as successful as of it. Well, you say Dick Wolf, and I, you know, I I love dicks, but mm-hmm. but when I hear Dick Wolf, I'm like uh, a wolf stick. I want Dick Human. Yes, exactly. exactly. Well, these guys have got a lot to work on. Um, <laughs> I'm a sporting I'm a sporting man, and um, Sarah's a sporting gal. Yep. Right, and uh, we are very gentlemanly and gentlewomanly. Mm-hmm. And so, I tip my cap to you. Exactly, we will tip our caps to you and say, "Let <laughs> us have a good match." Uh, there's mm-hmm. no hard feelings here. Thank you. Uh, we will go head to head with your podcast, oh, just like okay. Chicago uh, Heroes will go head to head with New York City. I don't want to think of it as a head to head. I want to think of it like we're all making each other stronger, right? Yeah. Mm. And I bet Ben wants to think of it as a butt to butt. Exactly. Mm. Yes. And we can um, do that later. Yep. And uh, butt to butt is, it's a nice way of putting it because it's sort of a PG-13 version of the way that they do it. we usually say it, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, that, um, But anyway, let's uh, move on to talking about this week's episode of Chicago yeah. Heroes. We already gave a little preview. We shared the episode title. It was called Give, Give a, a Dog, dog a, bone. a Bone. Give a Dog a Bone. And 
This one was, we've moved on from, we had a couple weeks of holiday-themed Thanksgiving episodes, and the only connection in this episode back to those, um, so I guess it's light serialization, is Mm. there was turkeys in the previous episodes, Uh and turkeys have bones, uh, and Mm. there was bones in this episode, so Uh a little bit of a thematic connection, not Mm -hmm. so much plot. so anyway, in this episode, and obviously all you listeners out there in listener land, you saw the episode, but we'll be recapping it so you can kind of relive it. That's mm-hmm. my favorite thing about this podcast. Thank you. If I, if I check my phone, which I am not to do, I don't like doing it during the episode. If I have to check my phone or something and I miss yeah. a, a crucial plot point, it's good to listen to Please Save Me afterwards and go, oh... That's why he was stuck in the revolving door. Or oh, uh, you know, you, you catch. This is just good catch up. Yeah, exactly. And Heinz is good catch up, and don't accept <laughs> any other uh, ketchup for your fries. So if you are at a restaurant and they are selling a type of ketchup for your fries that is not Heinz, it's Hunt's or Mister Worthington's or whatever that stuff is. Um, say Deny. no. Say no. Thank you. Use uh, offer code. That's not blood. And get 15% uh, Heinz mixed in. <laughs> anyway, um, that's just a little promo. Back to the podcast. Uh, so, Sarah, did you want to like kick us off with... Sure. You know, open us up. Where, where do we start in this episode? Sure. So we start in... Um, it's actually just like a sunny afternoon in downtown Chicago. And we have a gorgeous dog walker. Um, and she's out for her job. She's walking a few dogs. So all different types of dogs. There's a Pomeranian. There's a Bernese Mountain Dog. And they look really funny next to each other because one's big and one's small. And then there's a little Corgi. And then there's a Golden Retriever. And then there's like the big Beethoven dog. Anyway, there's a lot of dogs. And she's walking them. And they're walking. And she says, and one of them kind of goes, and starts leading them all towards something pulling her along she's getting whipped off of her feet by almost these dogs pulling yeah and you think okay well this is they're gonna do their rom-com episode and she's gonna end up with all the leashes wrapped around a guy Uh in the park and they're gonna like get close to kissing and i was super excited because nobody ever kisses enough on the show sarah paused it while we were watching and she sort of did a whole prediction thing where she told me what she (laughs) thought the whole episode was going to be about and i was like Okay, we'll see. <laughs> and it turns out I should have waited to pause it in a couple extra seconds because I was dead wrong. And dead is something to keep in mind throughout the rest of this because the dog sniffed a bunch of um, old Popeye's bags. And then I was like, oh, okay, so they found some fried chicken. These dogs are going to eat like kings. I was so excited to see those Popeye's bags on there because I was like, let's get that chicken those yeah. doggies they were like i want chicken i want liver popeye's chicken please deliver <laughs> yeah i loved when they sang that and then they get to the bags and the dog walkers kind of like okay i'll let you guys have this treat since you found it and you did a good job finding it <laughs> yeah she lets them have the chicken bones and she says i know that i shouldn't i just and want the biscuit yeah she just takes the biscuit for herself <laughs> well that's what she thought she was gonna do except for she starts rifling through those bags and that ain't chicken bones no they were not her eyes go wide and she screams yeah See, th- this is what was kind of lost on me uh we haven't revealed what they, they were human bones but to my simple i thought they were just chicken bones big chicken yeah big because yeah. i you know i i've never seen human bones thank god i've never seen a dead dying decaying body in a grave yeah. or you've anything. never seen a skeleton 
well, I've I've seen a, a fully formed skeleton dancing around a graveyard, but I haven't seen <laughs> individual bones. I've seen dinosaur bones all put up into a T Rex, but I've but never that's a full seen... dinosaur. Yeah, and those are so big that they're not scary because yes. it's kind of like cute. Yeah, like Barney. <laughs> yes, exactly. And it's then like, chicken Ooh. bones are so little that they're kind of cute and yeah. not scary. And but a human, human is sort of the Goldilocks of bones, where yeah. it's just right to be to not look at yeah yeah and so i, I didn't get this she, I, I thought she was just scared because all the chicken was gone yeah i see yeah that makes sense um but uh we we kind of i would imagine that the next scene where we do the kind of cut to television technique uh where they went to a new scene um that probably helped things click for you, well, right? Yeah, but be- I, I do because we, we got this from our parents i paused it right there when she saw the bones <laughs> yeah and i I was watching with my friend and I told them, I go, well, I don't know why she's scared. Those are clearly just chicken bones that have all the meat eaten off of them. I get that she's upset that there's no chicken left for her and the dogs or, well, or even it, a biscuit. And but. it was Gigi Hadid. So she looked hungry. Oh my gosh. Was, she needs to put some meat on her bones. Exactly. So anyway, we. I, cu- I, but then I did press play and then we did do the very dramatic cut too. Yeah. And then we got no more of her. So She's, she did not she reappear. Nope. Um, I hope she got something to eat. But what we did have was we cut to a crime scene investigation right. team. People excavating that site, kind of mm-hmm. digging through, looking for more bones. They had an, uh, an archaeologist on site, a paleontologist. Yeah. And they were kind of... To make sure that they weren't. He said, you know, <laughs> we just got to double check to make sure that there's no dinosaur bones. No here. dinosaur right. bones. No he, sort of... He said it's a, it's a state law where if you excavate anything, you got to look for dinosaur bones, right? Because of the big, because of big museum, and right? That big museum put so many dollars into mm-hmm. the construction that if you are get, get a every you know every backhoe, there's a rider where you got to yeah. look for dinosaur yeah, bones. For every backhoe, there is a rider. Yes. I don't understand why they had to dig up the whole sidewalk. Though it seemed a little dramatic. The bones were in the bags. You don't have to dig underneath. But the that bags. sidewalk needed fixing because remember, as she was getting dragged along by the dogs, her heel mm-hmm. kind of got yes. caught. It did yes. get. Yes, it got caught. Which was scary for me because I thought she was going to trip and fall. And she's so fragile. I thought she might yeah. snap one of her bones. And when the her heel caught, I paused it. And I turned to Sarah and I said... And this is something you got from your parents. <laughs> yes, I got this from my parents independently. Um, but it must be just sort a of... Generational a generational gener- thing. That's exactly yeah, right. right. Yeah. Um, where I predicted to Sarah, I said her heel caught in the sidewalk. This is going to be an episode where... It's, a, it's one of the court case legal episodes. Mm. She's going to be bringing a personal injury lawsuit ah. against... She's going to try to sue the sidewalk maker, Chicago, and she's not going to get any money from that, uh. but then they're going to take a different legal tactic and she's going to sue uh, Jimmy Choo because she's wearing these really nice Jimmy Choo's. And so she's going to end up suing Jimmy Choo because he has got buku bucks and there's a lot of money to make off of twisting your ankle off wearing a Jimmy Choo shoe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Obviously, totally wrong. So, well, I, yeah. ho- I hope a TV exec is w- uh, listening to this and picks that idea up. Uh, and that's a question I have for you guys. Why haven't they hired you two? That's we, a question we, we have don't for know. ourselves. We to don't work on know. The show yet. Okay, okay. I mean, it. Uh, we come up with some pretty good ideas a lot of the time, and and we try to be respectful where we know that you know we are not as good as the writers as Chicago no, heroes. We never not. will be. No. Never will be. No. Um, but, uh, but God, do we try? Mostly, yeah. Mostly, whenever we've tried to get an interview, they say it's a personality thing. Mm. So, yeah. sort of, they say we don't want to, you know, don't come back here. Yeah, we, you know, we don't want to mm. talk to you. Yeah, and I've tried mm. submitting my spec script and my packet to a couple other shows that maybe 
like I've just kind of sent them out hoping that they can like repurpose, but it just hasn't really. A lot of times they'll write back to Sarah. They'll say, you know, this, this will be a good script for Chicago heroes. This would be got a really, the, really, really, really good script. got all the characters from Chicago heroes. Yeah. It says Chicago heroes on the front. Uh, sorry, this is Seinfeld. So it's, we don't know what we're going to do with this. I feel so bad for you. Cause you know, for my podcast, I started, uh, I, I did the same thing because, you know, I, I don't even know what the show is yet, but I need I But need you've been to... recording episodes, right? Well, I've been recording episodes and I've been writing scripts for it. And the feedback I'm getting from them is like uh, incredible, incredible. And so I, I might, it, you know, if all goes according to plan, I might transition my podcast just into an inside the writer's room type thing um, where we, we just get to hang out in the writer's room and just have so much fun talking about the world of New York Saviors. I just can't really imagine that people would want to hear that. Yeah. Because. Well, I can't imagine why anyone would I'm not gonna, listen to this. To well, be honest with I'm not going to want to hear. Well, because we're you're talking. You're just saying that because you're mad. To them. We're talking to them. I don't, I'm not in the writer's room of New York Saviors, so why do I want to hear a podcast about it? Mm-hmm. It's an interesting thought. I'll I'll take that and I'll put it in my pocket and I'll keep it for later and maybe I'll think about it. Okay. But Okay. So here's well, the thing I about TV. You... People have to constantly take notes. And the thing you do when you get a note is just say, note taken. I'll consider it. You don't have to be mean and bad about it. Just take the note. And that could also be be a reason that I didn't get hired when I submitted my (laughs) script because they did actually give me notes back. And Mm -hmm. I said, oh, are you giving me notes? You want me to uh, read it out loud to the class? And but that's funny. <laughs> but that's really funny. It is funny, but I didn't. The problem was I didn't say it to be funny. Oh, I, you said I, it, to I said it to try to take the power in the situation. Yeah, and they didn't like that. Yeah, because huh. they actually told me they said we're the ones who have the power in the situation. If anyone here is the kid, it's you. Right. Yeah. And I yeah. said I'm 30. Fuck off. <laughs> that's what I said to him actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about what happened to me. Anyway, the uh, police are on the case here. They, um, Serena and Samantha are kind of paired up on this together. They're going their separate ways, trying to divide and conquer on this because um, they have this evidence. They have these human bones, but there's no crime. Yeah, it sort of is like, you know, it's a cold case where they don't know what the case is. Yeah. So is that a hot case? I don't know what it is. I don't yeah. even think there's a name for it. I mean, I if one of the Hadid sisters are involved, it's a hot case. Mm, that's and, a spicy case. Yeah. Um, and they're not involved anymore at this point. Yeah, It's they're just not. the crimes, you know, it's so just the... at this point, it's a cold case. It is, yeah. So I guess that's what it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So they're kind of doing uh, old-fashioned police work, trying to figure out where did these bones come from? Who are they? Yeah. And there's a complicating factor too, because we're nearing the end of the year and city hall is kind of like, we got to wrap some of this stuff up. We got to solve as much crimes as we can. Get the numbers off the board. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, We, 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 we kind of cut over to what seems like a B story, but then it gets connected. So we, we cut to, uh, the campaign offices for someone who's, um, or I guess it was uh, I guess it was City Hall. Yeah, I, I got kind of confused. It had politics stuff up on the walls. Uh-huh. Reds and, so, and blues. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so the first thing that I thought was it was campaign offices, and but then, and I said that I paused it and I turned to Sarah and I said, "This is campaign offices is going to be an election episode now. So yeah. we're going to forget about all the <laughs> chicken bone, human bone, and it's going to be election uh, episode." Um, and then I un. 
and well, and Sarah said to me, actually, that doesn't make sense. The election already happened. And then I unpaused it. And yep. the first thing out of their mouths, which was helpful because it was really clarifying, yes. was they said, all right, boys, we won. Uh, yes, which I, yeah. was, I was so happy that they won. Yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. I don't know what these guys, these boys' politics was, but that's kind of the magic of TV is Mm -hmm. I'm on their side right away because that's who we're looking at. Yep. Yeah, whatever policy they put into place. I mean, hopefully they fix the sidewalks. But besides that, you know, I'm glad they won. Yeah, because they are sort of like protagonists. I mean, maybe maybe not full protagonists, but... They're handsome. B story protagonists. Yeah. Yeah. They're handsome. Oh, yeah. And they were, these were good looking guys. Yeah. They were spicy, strong jawlines. Strong jawlines. I would vote for them just based on a picture of these boys. Well, yeah. And it's it's true. People do that. And I see, it seems like the people of Chicago did that. Did that. Because they won. They did that. Yeah. Yeah. Because these guys were bumbling, right? (laughs) He says, you know, all right, boys, we won. Uh, now, uh, now what? <laughs> yeah, uh, now what? And they and they kind of brainstormed some ideas for what they could do to improve the city. Taxes, and, taxes, taxes. They, yep. And so they said taxes. They said <laughs> build a new highway. And everybody's like, okay, but can it be underground in a train and make it fast? Yep. And uh, another one of them said, what about the schools? Mm-hmm. Um, and they were just kind of putting ideas up on the board, letting them fly. And then finally, uh, one of the guys, this intern type of guy, yeah. comes in with all the coffees. He's got all the coffees. He's spilling them all over the place. Spilling them everywhere. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. He was so stained by that scene. It was really scene. sad. That's he, a hot case. Yeah. He was, one of the guys made a joke about him. You know, one of the guys said, uh, um, Oh, the intern's delivering coffee. Uh, intern, are you delivering coffee again? Uh, you should have worn your brown shirt today, mm. um, mm-hmm. which was kind of bullying. So these guys are bumbling, but they're sharp. Oh, they're, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally. a quick wit. Yes, <laughs> yeah. He came up with that joke about the intern in I would say twenty, thirty, forty seconds. It took him. He, what he did was he. I mean, so it was fast. It was really fast. He um. The intern came up and he was spilling the coffees on himself and then the candidate guy, I mean, he's not a candidate anymore. He's no, he a won. winner. He's a winner. Um, he puts one finger, he holds one finger up to all the other guys and he goes, oh, wait, 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 hang on. Hang on, I almost got it. And they're all like waiting and they're laughing already, yeah. you know? And yeah, then he did, the, he did the thing about, he goes, after 20, 30, 40 seconds, you get to the intern, he goes, you del- well, the line I just said about the coffee and the brown shirt. And it was so good. Killed in the room. Yeah. So and that that's one of those situations in which you're like ah yes anticipation like mm-hmm. let it build builds attention yeah build attention yeah um, which is this show is so good at doing totally uh, and that was kind of with them throwing around all the ideas for what they could do to make the city better was also building tension for when are these guys going to find an idea that's the right one right and finally one of them says what about clear some cases clear some cases and and that's also sharp because that's passing the buck. You know? Oh, yeah. totally. The candidate winner says he gets, he says, get the precinct on the horn. Yeah. Is what he says. Well, I kind of like that he's sitting there at the desk while all of his like, <laughs> lackeys are all throwing out all these ideas and he's he's like stroking his chin, like, yeah. I don't know about that one. I he's don't know a good about that beard. one. And yeah, he's twirling his beard. And then at the, at, right as all of them like kind of run out of ideas, get the precinct on the horn. The precinct. And I, I thought, what a good idea. Because if I am a politician, if, if it was me, 
and I was running the city, what would I do to make the public like me? And that is solve the murder cases. I hate unsolved murders as a as a citizen. Totally. I hate when a keeps murder me goes up unsolved. at night. Yeah. Yes. Makes me sad. Perfect for this episode. If I found bones, human remains, I would want the police to figure out one, whose remains they are, and two, who killed that person. Yeah. Whose remains are those? Yeah. And that's and so that's what uh, then we cut to a uh, phone call. So we cut back to the precinct. Um, and I was wondering about that actually. It was kind of strange. I was like, how do we get here? I was like, I didn't see us get, you know, like uh, all of a sudden. They ain't get in the car and drive there. <laughs> yeah, all yeah. of a sudden we're looking at the precinct and there's uh, San, um, Sandy and Serena are hanging up the telephone where they have their faces huddled around it on the same call. And I was like, how do we get over here? I don't, I'm not really sure, but I kind of suspended my disbelief for they a moment. They should have done a shot. I, I don't want to, I, I mean, the show's great. But they should have done a shot of like the telephone wires and just we follow the telephone mm. wire really quick. From okay, the city that's hall. interesting that you say that because you must have been looking at your phone because they did that. I must have been looking at my phone too. <clears throat> that's so strange. Well, I think they did that. Oh, that reminds me. I did get a phone call earlier, so I was looking at my phone. Who yeah, were I you think talking to? I got a phone call at the same time, not from the mayor and not from a candidate or anything important. I think it was a spam call, but. It was right as he dialed the number. So I thought, there's no way that they're breaking the fourth wall like this. Yeah, me too. I thought that the TV show was calling me, but it was a robocall. Well, with yeah. all their online stuff and all their extra duties. Yeah, with stuff, all the online stuff. You would never know if they're going to break the fourth wall. And this you never is a, know what these guys are capable of. And this yeah. is a show that would do that. Oh, for this sure. This is a show that would do Well, it's a there. multimedia, multisensory experience. Oh, yeah. I mean, it would, and it, it absolutely has. Yeah. Can you just imagine opening your phone? Okay. Okay, I'm imagining opening my phone right and now. And you're getting a phone call, and it just says, The Heroes. Oh, you're my like, God. what is this? And you answer it, and it's the candidate. And he goes, we got to get you to solve these cases. You're making me look bad over here. And then I'm leaving my house, and I'm going out, and I'm pounding the pavement like a gumshoe. Yeah, and I'm looking, I'm looking at all the evidence, solve. and I'm trying to talk to the shady guys in the alleys to try to shake them down for some info. and Planting evidence on guys, yeah. and locking them away, yeah. knocking on doors. Drinking a beer alone and kind of slamming the glass down and looking off into the distance. Drunk driving. Yeah, yeah. interrogating. <laughs> Interrogating, yeah, interrogating guys, drunk driving. Not talking to my wife, telling her I don't have time. Well, getting kept up at night by mares. Yeah, I think that's why this episode was so good is because they really reveal, like, I wouldn't have thought of this, but what, what our heroes did was so smart and, like, really saved the day, uh, what they did to solve this case. Oh, yeah. So, so Sandy and Serena, they put the phone down and they say, I don't know what we're going to do. How are we going to solve these cases? And then this other guy, he's, he kind of pipes up and he says, he's a kind of a hot shot cop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, doesn't play by the rules always. We, yeah. we see him a lot of the time. He's, um, he says, you guys need to get those cases off the board. Okay. And at this point I paused it and I was like, okay, let the women do their work, man. You don't need to barge in here and t tell them what to do. But then I unpaused it, and I liked what he said next. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. He was he was kind of an interrupter, but it ended up solving the issue. He says, 
don't worry about it. I'll solve it. That was what he said next. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that really, it did sway me. I'll just do it for you. Yeah, that endeared me to him. That me yeah, to him. I think that was good. Yeah, well, because Sandy and uh, Serena, they were like, great. We have police work to do. So yeah. you deal with this. We have this. papers, we we have papers to fill out. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of them lost their badge and just had to go get a new one made. Like all these kind of things that you don't get to do when you're out pounding the pavement. Yeah. And so, um, so this cop that they had, the guy from, it was the, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, oh. but it was the same guy who, he was, um, he was a bald guy who looked like a cop, you know, he was like strong. Oh, oh yeah. Stanley Tucci. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. It was Stanley Tucci, but swole. Yes. He was like really swole and yeah, he, he got was, super jacked. He got for this so role. fucking jacked. I love that when actors go method and just go, uh, I'm gonna get jacked. He for had this role. veins just bulging <laughs> out of his temples. Yeah, it was so like, wild. I yeah. loved it. I love it's such a star turn to do that. Oh, especially yeah. for a television show. You know, the movies people put on weight, people lose weight. Who freaking cares? It's the movies. But to do that for one episode of a TV oh, show, yeah, because wow. he must have put on 40 or 50 pounds of pure muscle. muscle. Yeah. And that, that means, I think, Stanley Tucci's star is on the rise. Oh, yeah. I think uh, he's going to get some work after uh, this. Totally. Yeah. Um, but I do think that he might get typecast a little bit after this as, oh, as a you know, cop. Yeah. Kind of a ba- well, yeah, as a bad boy or something. Yeah. You know? um, or as a, like a bodybuilder or something. He was rip yeah. could be that or like he'll get into wrestling or something that'd be cool too yeah that would be cool but i would think that after <laughs> this performance he might be cast as a heel in the wrestling yes. world because you know at first we're all happy because he's gonna go solve the case for the women for the women and that's good because they have papers so yeah, he's been a good ally well totally because he's taking some of the you know because He's doing one, emotional labor. He's doing emotional labor for them. Because he says to them, he says, let me take care of this. Don't you worry about it. Yeah, which right? is emotional labor. Which is labor. emotional labor, is worrying. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes and he worries about it for them by, he's he's kind of, um, he kind of pays lip service at first to finding who the bodies, the bones belonged to. Right, mm-hmm. where you see him kind of sorting through some of the bones. I like when he's putting saying, them all back together. He's trying to put them back together, and he's kind of saying, hmm, "Do I recognize this person?" <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, he, <laughs> and he goes, "Don't." He goes, "Don't look like nobody I ever saw." <laughs> and, uh, and so. He, I thought, I thought that'd be too easy, though, if he knew who it was. <laughs> Based on their skeleton? Yeah, and the episode was only about an hour and 15 in at this point. So you know there's another couple hours to go. Yeah, there's going to so be some problems. So the problem's turns. not solved yet. Yeah. So what he does is we cut to um, Tucci down at a vagrant encampment. Yeah. Right? Wait, I have a question. Would you guys know, like... If somebody found my human bones, would you be able to put them back together and know it was me? Yes. Yeah, from the smell alone. <laughs> well, and I, I have that sort of like sibling thing where like I, uh, it's like my skeleton, but uh, uglier and stupider. <laughs> so, you know, it'd be it'd be easy for me to put together. Yeah. Well, you would just lay down on top of it, and if it matched, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, after I put it together, yeah, but, that, but I, that's the hard part. I would know because of uh, yeah, because of rainbow. Rainbow. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Rainbow. Zebra stripe. Yeah. So. Yeah, and you know, the leg bone. Because they'd smell like zebra stripe. The gum. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
I, I don't I don't know the gum. Yeah, I know. The gum that your sister always chews, the uh zebra striped gum. Uh I'm more of a stride guy. Well, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> so, talking about her. Okay. Fruit gum. Well, yeah. I mean, it is fruit Fruits. gum, but it's, it's called... It's called fruit stripe. Okay. I don't care what it's called in the package. I'm talking about <laughs> what I call it. Yeah. I call it zebra stripe. Because there's a zebra on it. Yeah. That's the mascot. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm saying because the okay, gum well, you... has stripes and it looks like a zebra. <laughs> What are you guys talking about a zebra? I'm saying the gum is striped, so it looks like a zebra. <laughs> but like a colored zebra. Okay. Rainbow zebra. A rainbow zebra. And that's what my bones smell like. You guys are crazy. <laughs> Man. I have all those gum deposits in my marrow. Well, if you chew it too much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So anyway. So Tooch finds the... He gives up. Right, he gives up on. Fi- I mean, he gives up on like. Our, he finds like, that there is no solution. Yeah, yeah. Who it actually is? So he's like, I'm gonna have to get creative, and mm-hmm. we cut to him down at a vagrant encampment. Right, and he kind of he they're kind of in like a a valley almost, like they're down at the bottom of a hill, and you can just see him standing up there, looking down, and thinking to himself a little bit like, thinking to himself a little bit like, am I gonna break the rules and i was afraid he was gonna push a boulder down the hill <laughs> yeah. he's tortured leaning on a boulder and just thinking yeah and i was uh, like i hope i hope he doesn't lean too hard against it and it goes down and destroys the encampment because that would really ruin whatever idea he has which the idea he has is pretty good yeah um i i thought it was really interesting that so he goes down to the encampment and starts to like round everybody up and tell them that he has like he's got food and shelter for them <laughs> yeah and i was like he okay. lays it on thick I was like, okay that's kind of that's that's a strange thing for him to do. I because I thought he was trying to solve this case, but <laughs> yeah, now this is weird. How does this have to do with it? Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now he's just helping all these uh, uh, vagrants. I like that yep. we call them vagrants. That's really a nice, nice word for yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, it's nicer thing than what he ca- he was calling them all kinds of nasty, nasty <laughs> yeah, things. I will not repeat the slurs <laughs> yeah. that Tucci. And I, yeah, and I don't know if that was a character thing. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or just well, a lot of times they let the actors kind of freelance in this <laughs> show. And, yeah, and freelance. freelance. <laughs> Yeah, like kind of go their own way, choose choose what they're gonna do. <laughs> the directors on Chicago Heroes are fam- yeah. famous for uh, giving leeway, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so, I, so we couldn't say whether it's in the script or not. Some of the things that he was calling them that are unrepeatable, yeah. Even with an explicit content rating, there's things they don't let you say. Right. Well, it was so um, weird that he's switching between like, "Come on, guys!" Like, "Well, uh, well, I got food and shelter for you." You filthy, yeah, you filthy <laughs> animals, sort of, but yeah. not like that, but worse. Yeah, worse. but worse, way worse, way way worse. Um, but they don't got self esteem, so they all follow him. <laughs> oh yeah, they don't have self esteem or food <laughs> or shelter. Well, I find that the th- those things are very linked. You know, yeah, they kind of say it's uh, an interesting theory. Yeah, you know, they say like. Uh, they say, why should I go with you? Um, I mean, they didn't all, it was one guy who said this, but uh, I'm just saying they, because none of them got character names. One of the guys, he says, why should I go with you, Mr. Two, Mr. Two, Mr. Copper? Uh, Mr. Two Copper? <laughs> Mr. Yeah, why should I go with you, Mr. Two Copper? Too many. Um, because he's so big with his swollen muscles he that he like almost looks like cocks. two guys. Um, <laughs> and uh, he says, I got, I've got my pride, don't I? And uh, Stanley Tucci says, no. You don't. 
Um, that kind of that kind of hurt, but it, his, it rang true. It's hard. It makes it my tummy true. hurt to think hard about to it. watch. So he rounds them up and um, doesn't give them food or shelter. No, he lied. Well, he gives them shelter in a way. He does. He mm, takes them all to. He he puts them all into the back of a paddy wagon uh, that he has with the identifying information. You know, the removed from, so no one will know. He's got it dressed up like a security. Um, FBI, laundry like, van yeah, type of thing yeah. you know like a laundry van well yeah and then but the inside of the back of the van he set it up like a diner like a 50s style <laughs> diner so they thought they were like gonna sit down at the, at the counter because he had to get him into it yeah yeah because they were kind of <laughs> suspicious and he gets him into it though and then he drives him off to this warehouse yeah uh and Which he says sucks. yeah it's a it's a really crappy warehouse <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> and they dilapidated and, yeah they say this don't look like no kind of um food and shelter I've ever seen, Mr. Two Copper. And he says, no, no, it's right this way. Come with me. Come with me. Um, and then he leads them all into the uh, warehouse and uh, locks the door and throws away the key. Yeah. I can't believe he threw away the key because, like, it. I mean, at some point, even if he wanted to get back in, why would you throw away the key? Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to go through the, you're gonna have to go through the garbage, yeah. right? Yeah. He puts it in the garbage can outside the... Right outside the warehouse. Yeah. Like and you, you don't want to root through that garbage. Yeah, you think to get, you're going to leave him there to starve and just decay. Which is what he says he's going to do. Yes, which I yeah. was You guys are going to rot. Yeah, he says, you guys are going to rot. I'm going to leave. I'm going to throw away the key. And then he does. He's, and then as he's, he's walking. He's mean. Oh, it's a, it's a turn. He breaks bad. Yeah. Right? As he's walking. What's that away, mean? It means that he is, uh, he becomes bad guy. And so he shaved his head. He grew a goatee. So to me, breaks bad would mean that you're no longer bad. You're breaking the being bad. Yeah, and um, maybe this was when you were looking at your phone because you got a phone call um, where because he pull, I want a cruise. Well, because he pulled out his phone and he started uh-huh. to almost look like he was going to dial a number. Uh-huh. And then your phone rang and you paused and you turned to me and you said, "I think he's calling me." Yeah, and I was like, "No, nah, I've heard that. They, they, I've sung that song before, and it ain't going that way, sister." Yeah, but instead, I want a cruise. <laughs> you want a cruise? I want a cruise. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What? I want a cruise. <laughs> well, I too a cruise. Um, too the- many. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> too so, many. Too many cruises. Did you get two tickets on it? Yeah. Am I going go? with you? Um. Yeah. What about Wait, your fa- What about your family? Well, you're gonna be busy um, on your new podcast. So I, I can record on a boat. I can. You can watch TV on a boat. Mm, not in my world. I buddy. don't think so. TV has a cable. Well, actually, you know what? You two, you so two should take really the cruise. So unless they got a really long cable. Yeah, we should take the cruise. You You're two right. should take the cruise. Go off. Hopefully you don't get stuck out there for a couple of weeks and all the toilets stop working and shit flows up and you can't record your podcast because we're the, covered in shit because you're covered in shit. The electronics don't Listen, work. Listen, buddy, I recorded this podcast covered in shit before. That ain't no problem. <laughs> we'll do it again. Anyway, um, so, so you must have missed that point because yeah. what he does is he's kind of um, he's typing out in his journal on his notes app uh-huh. on his phone. He wasn't actually making a phone call, and he says, "Just bro- he says, dear diary, just broke bad. No, not like you would think. It's not that I was a bad guy before, and now I'm not. What I did was I rounded up these vagrants <laughs> and I brung them to a warehouse and I told them they were going to get food and shelter, but then instead I tricked them and I kidnapped them." You might be wondering, Journal, why would I do this? Well, I did it because I need to solve these cases and to find out whose bones belong to who. 
and I can't find nobody. So I'm going to pretend that these vagrants were the murder victims and that the bones belonged to them. And I'm going to report them. <laughs> I'm going to report them missing. And then I'm going to get all the glory for myself uh, for solving the case of so many murdered vagrants. Yeah, this was such an aha moment for me. <laughs> it really was an aha moment. And it really Sarah was a moment. The whole thing. Yeah, it really was just a moment because I missed the whole thing. Well, because they did it sort of like a Star Wars scrawl up on the screen uh. of his notes app. <laughs> And it was a nice way for them to take care of some exposition because they spent so yeah. long on him rounding up the vagrants. They took about an hour for that. Well, and even just running down that hill. Even just running down the hill, he had to do so many takes <laughs> yeah. where he was trying to, he kept kept falling and tripping. And they and we got to see all the takes, which I love when they get to do that. And they kept cutting back to the boulder and it kept like kind of shifting just a little bit. <laughs> like it was going to fall on like him. It was going to fall. I was like, oh, the boulder is going to fall on him and he's going to be running down the hill from the boulder. The, the boulder never fell They though. never did it. And that's kind of a red herring type situation. It was, yes. Yeah. And I'm sure that we all or was it, it at that Chekhov's point. boulder. Well, is it gonna come back later, later in the episode? Which it, it does. does. And we'll get back to that. <laughs> we'll get back to that later. Which I was thrilled. Um, yes. Thrilled. Um so so we kind of get an idea of why we just saw all of this and what his plan is. Yeah. And <clears throat> what's interesting is that we don't really see him actually solving the crime or making these claims or kind of getting, um, kind of going through the nitty gritty of just like the paperwork and getting it all done and wiping the slate clean for the new year. What we do go to is a jump cut into an award ceremony uh -huh. yep. where he's getting a big award. Yeah. So Mr. Mayor's up on the stage and he's uh, giving, you know, pinning ribbons and giving commendations to just a whole uh, line of cops. You I know, it was cool that they were giving out Oscars, like yeah, the Oscar yeah. statuettes to them. Yeah. And uh, mostly it was like, there was kind of, it was like 10th, 9th, 8th, 7th, 6th, 5th, 4th, 3rd, 2nd, 1 place. For how many times they each discharged their service weapons uh, <laughs> this year? So um, they gave most. So we see the the top few for the most discharges, yeah. um, and everybody's clapping and hooting and hollering for them. Uh -huh. And then we he says, and we have a special award, a uh, special distinction award. Yep, and this top is of the, the year. This is the candidate winner uh -huh. um, for Mr. Mayor, uh -huh. and he so he calls up the. Um, he calls up. Uh, he's gonna. He, he's gonna call up this cop. We cut to the cop's yep. face, mm -hmm. looking like he's gonna stand up and get his award, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But then the candidate winner says a special award for Samantha Bolts and Serena Sanchez. Yes, and he brings them up because they did the paperwork. <laughs> and even though we know that uh, Tucci. What's his real name in the he, show? Well, he never got a name in the show. Yeah. Uh, I think because he was such an archetype that it was like, you, you, you already know this guy. Sure. Either that or his last name really is Two Copper. Yeah, it could be. I, I thought I, I thought it'd be strange if he gave his real last name to the vagrants, just because like even if they could escape, they could go. Oh, it was Mister Two Copper. So I, th I if <laughs> red is a fake name to me, uh, I, I just 
you know, as as even though he did break bad, I did still kind of feel bad for him that he didn't get this award. Yeah. Like he did put in the legwork, and he yeah. looks sad, and it's hard not to feel sad for someone who you see looking sad. Yeah, yeah. and he got so jacked for the role. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he totally did, and it looked like Stanley Tucci was actually let down. Like yeah. it was such a good performance that you almost think that maybe, and they'll do this sometimes for for getting a real emotion out of their mm-hmm. actors. You think that maybe they told him he was gonna get to play this scene and win the award yeah, right the director was like you're gonna get up there and everybody's gonna be clapping and cheering and just celebrating yeah. you he, you know like I know it was so hard for you Stanley to have to round up all those vagrants and like get in inhabit that role and feel like a bad guy yeah you're gonna feel so good when we film the award scene that you're you know you're gonna be able to sleep at night again yeah. right you're not gonna be tortured by this role yeah. for the rest of your life and you know do something really bad or whatever right um, right you know, don't don't worry, you'll be okay. And we'll get you into therapy and you know, you'll be able to talk it out and everything and then just kind of discards him like a just piece of trash. Crap. Yeah. Ugh. Calls up Samantha and Serena to take the glory. Yeah. But it was yeah. their case. Yeah. You know? It was their case. Was and their they case. did the paperwork. And, and they he gladly offered. they don't and they gladly take the award, right? They yeah. go up and they give a speech and they say, Thank you so much, Mr. Mayor. You know, um, and Mr. Mayor says, Tell tell us, Chief Bolts. And Private Sanchez, how did you solve this case? And they go, uh, and then we jump cut to the cemetery. And a grave digger is there. He's digging, 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 and he is bearing a coffin and oops. Big stack of coffins. A big stack of them. And oops, one of them pops open. Yep. Yeah. Like big time pops open. Yeah. Well, and it doesn't just pop open. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, it doesn't just it pop pops open. open and bones fly out everywhere. But like, like it was like um, a jack in the box, or yeah. like a can of worms. Yeah, yeah, or like a can of worms, which is actually a better metaphor than a jack in the box. <laughs> well, yeah, because there was worms in the coffin too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it was like if you had a, um, it was like if you had a jar and you had a slinky all. Um, Sprung, yes. sprung down inside the jar, and you open the jar, and then the slinky would go. Yeah, it's like that. Exactly. Exactly. And so now you have an image of what happened, <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Well, okay. So it was kind of like if you, if you know, you push some. I don't know. You had a small <laughs> container, and you tried to push something that was too big uh, into that container. Yeah. And you're holding it tight, and then you move your hand away, and it like popped out like really fast. Yeah, it's just like that. And it was so something like that. It was kind of like that. And so in this scene, though, the the grave digger. So he the grave digger goes, "Oh my gosh! Oh, oh, oh boy! I've got to get these bones back in the coffin." <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. He, yeah, <laughs> and he, he's like, "I don't know which coffin is which. I don't know which grave site this is going in." So he starts. He says, "Okay, you know what I'll do? I'll put the bones back together and see if I recognize." Mm-hmm. Yeah, he said, yeah. "Mr. Jenkins is gonna fire me if I've failed. If I screw this up again." Yeah, yeah. So he starts putting him back together, and he goes, "Uh, wait, that what? ain't no human." He goes, "I recognize this guy. That's a dog." <laughs> <laughs> that's a damn dog i recognize this guy it's not a guy at all it's a, it's a dog, dog. <laughs> he says i've seen this guy before yeah i fed him a bone 
Yeah. And you got to give a dog a bone. You got to give a dog a bone. Yep. And we were all saying that when we saw this scene. And I think that's probably where the title came from. And so <laughs> the, the grave digger says, he kind of tries to think about um, out loud, which is how I know. He tries to kind of think about, should I tell my boss that I that the coffins that they gave do me? Do I tell to, Mr. Jenkins? Yeah, he says, do I tell Mr. Jenkins that the coffins that they gave me that the co- that the police gave me to bury is full of dog bones, or do I not? And he pretty quickly he do says, I, do I not? Yeah, do he I? yeah he pulls flower petals off of a flower. <laughs> And when he gets to the end, he lands. It was kind of rude to disre- like disrespect someone else's grave like that because he did. He just took grab the flowers flower off someone else's grave. grave. Well, yeah. I think it was and more disrespectful it- that he just took a piss in the in the hole. Yeah, because <laughs> well, you took gotta a- go. You gotta go. Because the flower was so big that he got about halfway through it, and he says, "I need a break." Well, and he and did a pissing shit. He had a whole bouquet, and he kept going through flowers because he kept getting. He would the blast would pull would be not tell Mr. Jenkins. Yeah, and and he, he could says, tell he wanted to tell Mr. Jenkins, but he had to so have bad. some sort of justification. So well, and when you want to do something so bad, that also makes you feel like you have to pee and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, I'm glad he shit next to the grave and did not because like, he you got to yeah. piss into a hole. You don't have to shit into a hole. You know. You yeah. Wait, he, you don't? Because well, he kind of looked and he tried no. to squat over the hole, but he found he couldn't get his balance right. Because well, he kept he he don't want to fall in. in. Yeah, so, he so, says, so he kind of said to himself, he just pissed in there. You don't want to fall in your own piss. You don't fall in your own piss. Or even if you could imagine the shit that you would be shitting, falling yes. that. Oh, God. And so he says, uh, I'll, sh- <laughs> I'll shit beside the grave and then I'll shovel it in. So he sits <laughs> beside it, and then he, he gets the shovel. shovel from the grave digging, yep. and he shovels the shit into the grave, and he says to himself, eh, it's okay that I did that, because I'm not burying this dog bone in there anyway. Yeah. yeah and I he, like that they had a shot of Mr. Jenkins watching from... <laughs> watching the whole thing. And it just shows what a good boss he is. He wouldn't have gotten mad in the first place, because totally. he, he was fine with all that, so... Well, yeah. here is what he got mad about, though, is when there was shit still left on the shovel, he mm-hmm. kind of wiped it off on one of the tombstones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's the, that's part that made, yeah, that's that's the part that made him mad. Mr. Jenkins did give the gravedigger a write-up for that. Yes. As I've, I would have as well. Totally. Yeah, I would give a write-up. Totally the right thing to do. Um, but finally, the gravedigger ends on a do-I, and he tells Mr. Jenkins uh, about the dog bones and everything. And then Mr. Jenkins, I mean, without going into it too much, he does the exact same thing with another <laughs> flower because he's grave cemetery boss. Right. Like, he's barely one step above uh, the grave digger on mm-hmm. the flagpole, mm-hmm. you know? So eventually they all land at, we're going to send this up the flagpole all the way up to uh, the chief of police. Yep. Well, who's the chief of police? Um, Samantha, Samantha Bolts. and Bolts. Yeah. So she found out. Yeah. And she is, so we cut to her and uh, Serena on the phone together with their face pressed together, hanging up the phone. And, Serena says, hang on, what was that all about? And Samantha says, weren't you paying attention? And She Serena's, was on her phone. Yeah, Serena says, no, I was looking at my phone. Because somebody was making a phone call on the TV. Because <laughs> I saw the phone ring and I thought it was mine. Um, <laughs> Samantha says, "What? you had your ear up to the phone. She says, that's my bad side. Um, but anyway, uh, Samantha says... I'll tell you what that call was all about. The gravedigger buried dog. There's a lot of kind of preview of scenes we're going to see in this show. And then <laughs> recap of scenes we already saw, which I like because it's more bang for my buck. Yeah. But um, she says, I'll tell, you, clear. 
Yeah. She says, I'll tell you what that, I'll tell you what that was about. Mr. Two Copper over here, which was a little tough. I was like, wait, is that his real name? But the way that she said it, it was almost like it was a nickname or it could be a real name. Or she like says, sarcastically. It's kind of sarcastic. Yeah. She says, I'll tell you what it was about. Mr. Two Copper over here did something shady. Uh-huh. But here's what happens. He has a change of conscience. Conscience. Well, you kind of see that earlier when he arranges the bur- burial of all these vagrants. Like he bought all those grave plots for them out of yeah. his own pocket. Out of his own yeah. pocket. Now we saw a flashback to where he got that pocket money from. Uh huh. Where he was running a, where he was kind of going around to local businesses and running a protection racket yep. on them, yeah. <laughs> shaking them down. And yeah. He kind of would say to the convenience store owner or the gas station guy or the corner store, like, you know, I'll beat you to, I'll beat you and your whole family to a fucking bloody pulp and you'll regret that you you'll regret the day you met me if you don't give me 200 bucks right now well yeah and so he goes to the graveyard and does that to mr jenkins and so he goes this is money out of my pocket (laughs) if you're if if you're digging all these graves for me and and you don't have to pay me this week but i will be back next week yeah so it's sort of a good you know he's kind of a good cop kind of a bad cop yeah so then he finds out that he's been found out a little bit and he goes okay it's time to unbreak bad and he's like here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna let these guys out of the warehouse i'm just gonna quietly usher them out of town get them get them out of here pretend none of this ever happened but here's what's here's what does happen he gets to the warehouse and realizes i threw away that key yeah and so he goes digging through the trash and he can't this, find it. This reminded me it. of you from when we were growing up because you used to love digging through the trash. Okay. Even if you didn't throw anything away. Ben, you got to hear this. This is so funny. Oh, yeah. Okay. When we were growing up, <laughs> oh my gosh. She used to just go in the trash and dig around and just act like she was like in the trash. Like someone threw her away. And was like, it's good. You need to come find me. And our parents would just leave her out there for hours at a time. And it's while- funny. It's kind of like a metaphor, right? For like having a second child or whatever. You kind of throw the first one in the trash and yeah. then do another one. And then I like- was the baby, so they love me. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of sad when you think about it even. Oh, no. It, it's a funny story. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's fun. It's, it's hilarious. Fun. I, yeah. It's, it's, it's illuminating, hilarious. I think. It's funny. I guess you had to be there. Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, so, so he, Sarah, and you, you guys were saying he digs through the trash, no key in there, no right? key in sight. Uh, so what's he gonna do? But he turns out he doesn't have to do anything because we hear off in the distance, just kind of like a little like, and it sounds like something's gonna start falling. It's picking up speed. We, we hear like a sound. It's getting louder. It's at this point, I'm like standing, cheering, cheering, cheering at yeah. the TV. Oh, totally. And we all were. dives out of the way in just the right nick of time. And that Chekhov's boulder Boom, comes crack. crashing Smash through the door. through the warehouse door. <laughs> it was kind of sad that two of the vagrants were trying to lockpick the door on the right other on side. The other side of the door. <laughs> and they got crushed Smashed completely. to smithereens, Yeah, those but guys. the other like 43 of them got out of yeah, there. Yeah, the rest yeah. of them were fine. The rest of them, yeah. <laughs> A couple broken legs, but nothing like... Nothing, Nothing major. Serious. And a lot yeah. of those guys were missing legs to begin with. So they yeah. had so so they had less legs to break. Um Yes, they were all veterans. <laughs> most of them were veterans. Yeah. Um And that's a commentary. Country's fucked. It's an interesting metaphor about how we treat our veterans. Yes. Oh right? yeah. We we discard them, we throw them we lock them away and throw away the key and don't care about them anymore. Right. And, and this then we show I feel like the theme go ahead. 
Oh, I was going to say, and then we get him out and we put him on a bus and tell him to go somewhere else and be somebody else's problem. To Cleveland. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of a mixed theme, you know, where at the end of the episode where he puts them all on the bus, he he does, he says, you know, you're going to be somebody else's problem now, is what he says to all of them. But he did buy them the bus tickets, which was nice. And then he says, he does say to them, have a nice life. Yeah. And that's kind of, you're not sure whether he's being sincere Mm-mm. or sarcastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's definitely has had some kind of, uh, as Sarah was saying earlier, a change of heart. Mm-hmm. A journey. Yeah. He had, a, he had a hero's journey, I would say, uh, in this episode. Chicago hero's journey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, interesting, it's interesting they gave him the hero's journey. Yeah. You know, because, because I, I guess because, you know, Sarah, or, um, Samantha and Serena, they don't need to have a hero's journey because they're already, they're already heroes. heroes. They've already had the journey. They're yeah. on a different journey now. And it's interesting for media to, you know, instead of just show us the good guy doing the good thing over and over again, it's good to see a bad guy doing the right thing. Totally. Mm. Yes, absolutely. Mm. Yes, and there that's was a, good a point. nice companion webisode to this episode, right? Uh-huh. Um, sort of they did a, a, a series of companion webisodes mm-hmm. on a theme where we had um there was a there's a nice webisode about racist guy who's very racist and then meets a guy of different race and becomes less racist. Mm-hmm. That one was so heartwarming. It's really it, good. Uh, I just you know, I, I hate I hate racists yeah, and I yeah. hate racism, but, but seeing seeing that guy from the I mean they start off the episode and he's in the full KKK wizard wardrobe, yep. and by the end he takes off the hood, he takes it and off, and you see he's just human like the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. and since he has a face, he's good. The, oh, they had the they had one of the webisodes on a really bad atheist guy who was uh-huh. like so mean to all the religious people. Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. then by the end of the episode, he's kind of friends with a guy who's religious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. did you guys see the one uh about the gambling addict they had the gambling addict uh-huh. one, yeah, yeah where he he is so addicted to gambling and then he makes a lot enough money to pay off his mortgage which yeah. i thought was like that's so heartwarming right yeah and it's kind of nice because in each of these cases we see that actually the flaw is also one of the things that is good <laughs> about them yeah right which is like very humanizing yeah which is like the dad who like hits his kid and yeah. is really hard, hard. On his kid but yeah, then really his hard kid, but then his kid goes to harvard yeah. yeah, because so it, and you was sort it of bad? yeah, and at the end, you know, the, at the very last line of that um, episode, the dad says to the kid, you know, the kid finally gets an A plus at Harvard. Yeah, and well, and he <laughs> makes the staff of the Harvard Lampoon. Yeah, and the dad, which I loved, because that's that that is so funny. Yeah, and we got some nice. I mean, I mean, and that was the reason, pr- partly, that I tell you don't do a podcast that's inside the writers' room for New York Saviors because they already did like 40 episodes of a podcast inside the Harvard Lampoon in that webisode, right? Yes, which which is actually where I got the idea. Okay, well, so that's stealing. But um, (laughs) the dad says to the kid finally at the end, he says, I'm proud of you. And that means good. Yeah, it means he's a good guy. Well, and the kid says to him, he says, you know what, dad? It's okay that you hit me. It made me who I am. And I like who I am. So they've really been doing some kind of... um, interesting humans human growth, interest human stories. growth human interest stories in these webisodes and we're yeah. not talking about um stanley two copper getting really jacked off of steroids no. or stanley two copper getting jacked off 
And we're not talking about that either. That's a whole... Uh, I'll talk about that off mic. Right. That's a whole different possible avenue for him of... You could imagine, you know, if, if he really does kind of start inhabiting a really dark place after having to do this role and maybe he can't get any good work mm-hmm. and he gets really volatile on set on the next few things and he mm-hmm. finds himself needing to pay bills, that might be, you know, within a couple of years, we might be seeing Stanley Tucci, you know, jacked Stanley Tucci, probably not in such good shape anymore. Yeah, you got to have money to be in that kind of shape. Doing cam doing cam work for doing tokens. Doing cam work, yeah. Um, Being a cam girl. Yeah. Anyway, um, it was a great episode. And Good that was, episode. Yeah, I loved it. So we already talked about kind of where that wrapped up and we were just talking about those webisodes. So go check that, those out. Those are on Vine. And um, now, so we're done with the recap. And we're it's done time with the recap. for us to uh, take a little break. Yeah. Hey, Hero Heads. Thanks for listening to this episode and all the other episodes you've ever listened to. If you've liked all the episodes you've listened to, why don't you subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts? Also, tell a friend. They'll love you for it. Also, when my podcast comes out okay. about New York Saviors, <laughs> okay. pl- please okay. write a review. No. And, yeah, and Come share on. that one. Uh, rate and review us. Welcome back, Hero Heads. Uh, I hope that you had a nice break. We certainly did. Uh, although, of course, as, as you heard, there was a little bit of uh, tension on the mic there um, from somebody trying to, and I'm not going to name names, but somebody trying to snag an unpaid promotional slot here. Uh, so the person who did that is going to be getting a bill in the mail for Yeah, and, I, and once my podcast is much bigger than your guys' podcast, I'll be happy to buy ad space on here to keep your guys' little operation you know, just to make sure it survives you know because I, I i do have some invested stake in you guys succeeding uh because if sarah fails that means she's gonna have to move in with me and then i, I already take care of our alien parents which so is crazy because well. she already lived in with me oh i know well, i know all about that but i would kick her out of the trailer even though it doesn't belong to either of us i would kick her out if she failed um <laughs> So you're right about all that. But I would also say to you, right back, um, my comeback to you mm. is also if the circumstances are exactly the opposite, same back at you. Okay. So if we are the ones who are bigger than you, then same insults back at you. Okay. So that's well, I didn't really comeback. have any insults. I was just, I was offering to help you guys out. Yeah. So. And I'm offering to help you. Okay. So. Well, I accept. Anyway. It's time for us to move on to our favorite part of the episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, everybody loves it. Everybody's been waiting for it. Mm-hmm. It's the segment. Okay. Love the segment. Yeah, so we're going to do a segment. Um, so this segment uh, is, and it's actually kind of crazy. We didn't plan it this way. We, <laughs> we came up with this segment oh, eons years ago. ago. Eons yeah, ago. eons, which is back to the dinosaur thing. Yeah, um, that's my joke. Yeah. Uh, or the boulder thing. That's... Because boulders are from eons also. Yeah. yeah. So, so not that big. Yeah. Um, and you might think that we're about to do a segment about the Paleolithic diet, but we're not. We're, that has nothing to do with this. So don't think about So if you just paused the podcast and turned to the person you're listening to it with and said to them, I bet because they're talking about dinosaurs, I bet they're going to do a segment on the Paleolithic diet, you're wrong. Um, we're going to be doing a segment called... Are you going to leave any meat on that bone? Theme song. 
Okay, so this is a segment called, Are You Gonna Leave Any Meat on That Bone? So what I'm gonna do here is uh, throw out a scenario, and uh, all of us are going to discuss, all the contestants, uh, we're gonna discuss you know, whether we would leave any meat on that bone. So do you understand how the rules work? Yep. Okay, yes, all right. Course, so yes. those are the rules. Very straightforward. So let's start off with a, um, <laughs> let's start off with an easy one. Okay. All right. Um, a short rib braised uh, with uh, prunes, creme de cassis, uh, topped with breadcrumbs and a um, and parsley, uh, and served with a side of uh, heirloom tomatoes and uh, on a bed of ancient grains. Okay. Okay. Are you gonna leave any meat on that bone? I'll just go. I'll just start this one off. I am not gonna leave any meat on that bone. I want that bone completely cleaned up. I want it looking like it could be placed back into whatever skeleton. If they were recreating the skeleton, yeah. And what skeleton would that be, Dan? Of a short rib. <laughs> <laughs> they could put it right back in. <laughs> it would fit. Uh, clean it straight up, and I would eat the side as well, even though that isn't on the bone. I would eat the side as well. And Sarah, are you going to leave any meat on that bone? <laughs> Absolutely not. It's going to be bone dry, buddy. I, uh, I'm, I'm sucking all that meat out of there. Hell yes. And I'm eating the tomatoes and the ancient grains as well, because I love a balanced meal. And you know, a, a side can really. If it was just the short rib, I might leave some meat on the bone. Oh, interesting. But with the side, you know, it kind of balances it out where I'm going to, I got to have all of it, you know? Yeah. Okay. So are those your, both of your final answers? Yeah. Consider mine locked. That is correct. Uh, So let's move on to uh, our next scenario here. Yeah. Okay, uh, this one is a little more tricky. Okay. All right. This one's a little trickier. Okay. So uh, this is your uh, friend's grandma's turkey. Your friend's grandma's turkey. I'm going to have to say... And it is a Christmas turkey. Okay. I'm going to say as rude as this is, I'm going to leave... Are you going to leave any meat on that bone? (laughs) I'm going to leave some meat on that bone... Unfortunately, my friend's grandma's turkey is dry as hell, and it's, I, I'm not the biggest turkey fan, and I know it's rude. I'll probably end up feeding it to the dog under the table and like faking that I'm eating it, and hopefully the dog will eat the rest of it. Uh, in that case, there would be no meat on the bone, but I personally am not taking all the meat off that bone, so I'm going with a no. Okay, and so Sarah, uh, your friend's grandma's turkey, and it is a Christmas turkey, are you going to leave any meat on that bone? Well, Ben, I actually am not going to leave any meat on that bone, and um, there's a couple reasons why that my answer differs from Daniel's. Um, First being, my friend's grandma makes really good turkey, and the second reason being, I'm eating the dark meat, I'm eating the leg, and that's the best stuff. And the third reason is because I'm not rude. Okay, this is kind of this is kind of I don't want to call you out, but you you are 
uh, like we've grown up together. You are rude. We've grown up together. Yes, we've grown up together. I'm not rude. You've been rude many. I've seen you at restaurants. I've seen you yell at waiters. I've never yelled at a waiter. I I've went to Christmas with you a couple years ago. Oh, and I yelled at the waiter. And you yelled. At I the totally waiter. yelled at the waiter. <laughs> Shit. But I, the rest, of your answer, I believe. You heard so. it here first, folks. So, are those your final answers? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm locking in. Who is the who is the ant for? Oh, both of us. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is wrong. <laughs> so we are tied. We are tied at um, one zero. Uh, or one, we're tied at one one. All right. So you guys have one point, and I have why as were, the dealer. I have one. Point. Why were we both wrong? Well, that's for me to know and you to find out. Okay, um, okay. But, um, but yeah, we had different answers. Yeah, we we're still both wrong. But here's a little hint: uh, don't don't uh, hold your breath that you're going to be finding out. Okay, <laughs> okay. So, uh, so let's move on to our next one here, and uh, I'm going to warn you guys: this one's even a little bit harder. Okay. Um, so it's a good thing that you've been warming up. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's a little bit harder here. Uh, the next one. Uh, Infinite Jest, the book Infinite Jest by David Foster Wallace. Are you going to leave any meat on that bone? I'll let Sarah go first on this one. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, Ben, actually, yeah, I'm going to leave a lot of meat on that bone. You know why? That book sucks and reading is hard and I don't like footnotes because my eyesight is bad. And I don't even know what the book's about. It says infinite jest, which makes me think it's going to be funny, and I don't think it's going to be funny. Well, the infinite jest is kind of uh, existence, I think. Oh. Do you want to explain it to me? Sure. So it's a book by David Foster Wallace. Yeah, I heard of him. So uh, my my uh, my thought is, uh, you know, I'm going to leave a little meat on that bone. I don't read footnotes in anything I read. Uh, I've heard, oh, that's the best part of the book. Is if the it's footnotes. not in the main text, it's probably not worth yeah, reading. Yeah, it's not worth reading. So I'll, I'll read the main text kind of loosely uh i tried reading a couple years ago uh and so i did leave some meat on the bone then but now if i'm reading hearing this question posed to me now i'll probably still leave a little bit of meat on that bone so we got sarah a lot of meat on the bone (laughs) and uh little meat footnote on the bone little lot little uh those your final answers lock them in lock it is correct awesome Um, oh my gosh so the score is uh two to one so now we're gonna have our final question which is our tiebreaker uh so this next scenario (laughs) is uh this one's actually gonna be the the hardest of all okay Um, this one's gonna be uh really tough um okay okay (laughs) So, and I have it. I know what it is. I know what the scenario uh-huh. is. I just have to look through my notes here and try to decipher them um, because I have really good ideas late mm. at night and I write them down in my oh, notes yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the uh, damn you autocorrect <laughs> comes up with different things. So when I look back at it, um, I can't always tell what it's saying. So I got to figure out what this one says. Um, so, oh, okay, here it is. All right, I understand. Okay, Uh it looked like it said, um, it looked like it said, uh, um, 
children, but it, that's not actually right. What it says here is it says chicken. It says chicken. So are you going to leave any meat on that bone? <laughs> I'm going to let Dan take this one. Uh, no, I'm going to eat that. I, I love. Oh, wait. It says children. So is that your final answer? Oh, great. Okay, so oh. let's go on to Sarah. And so children, are you going to, so uh, Dan says he's, he uh, loves it. He's going to eat that. Um, are you going to leave any meat on that bone? Children. I'm sorry. I misspoke earlier. Absolutely not. I'm going to suck those bones dry. <laughs> Absolutely not going to leave any meat on it. Okay. So, and Dan, you're not going to leave any meat no, on no. there is what you said. No, we're talking about chicken, right? Children. Children. Uh, my headphones are kind of off. Children. Uh, yeah. No, I'm not going to leave any meat on that bone. Uh, I would never kill a child, but. If it's already cooked, use the whole thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So um, those like are your... a, like a Native American. I would never leave oh, bone on cut, a children. Cut that out. Well, that's a pretty <laughs> tried and true reference point that we're all familiar with. Uh, imagine that when I said use the whole thing, that everyone knew that's what I was talking about. And <laughs> one could say that Dan was being less offensive than me by actually naming it instead of like kind of pretending or, or whatever because now at least we can sure. judge him for what he is yes. as opposed to but anyway that's um i don't have a sound effect but you guys are wrong um, <laughs> so two to two um ty goes to the dealer so uh i win all right so that's congratulations been, thank you oh thank you you don't have to say that but thank you um so that's been a game of segment of uh are you gonna leave any meat on that bone And I'll just say real quick, what a fantastic idea that you guys came up with. If, if you enjoy segments like that, uh, I would continue to no. listen to Please Save Me. Uh, I wish uh, I knew how to cut this guy's mic, but I cannot. Uh, if you like like actual real talk about and discussion about episodes, you can uh, follow me uh, on Twitter or on iTunes and listen to my podcast instead. And if you want to get real talk in real time with real opinions, <laughs> then use uh, use offer code uh, please save me from God to get a discount off real time with Bill Maher, uh, and, uh, tell him that we sent you and you can find that, um, you can stream that offline. Okay. So now it's, uh, our segment is over and it's time to move on to our penultimate segment. Yep. The rescue report. Here it goes. All right, hero heads, let's let's rack them up. Let's see who is rescued in this week's rescue report. So we have um, all the vagrants, except for two of them. All 42 mm -hmm. of them out of the 44 survived. And I um, would call those two Mr. and Mrs. Smith because they got blown to smithereens. <laughs> and that's a rude joke, but they were actors, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um... And we're not sure, we're not positive if you die in Chicago Heroes, if you die in real life. Yeah, that's been kind of hotly it's, contested. It's a question out there on the, uh, on the apps. Reddit. Well, yeah. like real vagrants, too, so I wouldn't put it past the producers to kind of... You, they looked, they looked real. They did look real. Yeah, yeah, and there's no way that was just makeup and costuming. Probably not, because those guys were really dirty, and <laughs> you would imagine that they, you know, they, they spend so much money on... 
um, the main actors' salaries and stuff yeah. like yeah. that in this show, right? Rightly, rightly, yeah. um, that they kind of got to cut corners wherever they can. So they're not right. going to be paying for a bunch of dirt, no, uh, to put on people. No way. Um, well, but, I have to imagine they had a pretty steep boulder budget. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because uh, there was a big boulder. Big it was boulder. Big, it, was per- it was so perfectly round. <laughs> Perfect, like around. a marble. It looked like that. Um, the the big ball from Indiana Jones. You uh, think that that's the one they got? Because that would be expensive. It could. It could have been the real one, even. Um, okay. Be, because it was. Because it rolled. It rolled good. It rolled so good, so fast. Yeah. So big. Well, the boulder. Too, too the boulder big. didn't get saved, right? Yeah, the um, boulder. It was but, smashed up. Yeah, I would um, call the boulder Mr. and Mrs. Smith because it was. Smithereens. So we've got a forty-one or forty-three or something like that. Mm-hmm, lives something saved. around there. Someone yeah, around there. Many. We many. could say you a know, lot of many. A lot of lives. Um. Anybody else? LOL. A lot of lives. Yeah. Uh, Ms. Hadid was saved. I thought she would be uh, hurt, injured. Yeah. When she tripped on the sidewalk, but she was totally fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she I count got, that as a saved life. Well, yeah, in the yeah, sense that too. she got saved from the plot that we I imagined for her. Yes, you know, it was like she didn't have to do that, so she was saved. Mm, interesting. Um, yeah, that's good. And so that's like forty. Tucci was saved from himself. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you know, he but we had don't really evil do... tendencies, and then he had. Good as we ones. saw, he became less evil, which is a really nice redemption story. Yeah, but we technically don't really count those on no. our show. Just yeah, that's because true. Because we want to have clear delineation that's between true. saved and not saved. Okay, that's yeah, fine. And I, I was think just if, throwing it out. You know, if you're a listener out there in listener land, and I know we're going to get some um, mail about this oh one. Oh my God, yeah. Is like I can already hear the mail Going back, opening. yeah, and cherry picking episodes we've done before where somebody gets saved from themselves. <laughs> And saying, <laughs> you guys did count it then. And to that, we say, mm, mm. it's season two now. Yeah, dumbass. things are a little different here. Yeah. We're on Tuesdays now. Yeah. Too many. Yeah, <sighs> yeah too many. Um, and speaking of too many, I think we've already counted too many people who were saved. So it's probably time to close up that rescue yeah. report. Just three more lives that were saved. Yeah. And that's us. That's us. And that's been our penultimate segment. So now it's time to move on to our ultimate segment. Yeah. Which next is week on. Next week on. Um, we didn't see what's on next week on. You guys were looking at your phones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I did. Okay. So, I, I forgot it. <laughs> okay. All right. So now it's time to move on to our ultimate, <laughs> ultimate, ultimate segment. segment. The Ray Romano Memorial promo section. Okay, so uh, in this Ray Romano Memorial promo section, this is where we say to Dan, Dan, thank you for coming on the show. Thank, thank you, for, you me. for coming on the show. Thank you for stealing our parents' affection. Thank you. Well, I'm glad mom and dad called and made you let me come on because I, I know there was a lot of back and forth before between us, but I'm yeah, glad. Yeah, there's a big email chain. Yeah, I'm glad that mom and dad set you straight. I didn't realize that it happened because when Sarah's phone rang, I thought it was mine and I was looking at it. <laughs> 
Um, but in any case, in this <laughs> ultimate, ultimate segment, the Ray Romano Memorial promo section, um, this is a chance for you, Dan, to, um, and I kind of already have an idea of what you might be doing, but um, I'm gonna plug or sure. promote anything that you have. So if you have one, you have an upcoming podcast. I don't know if you've already been kind of warming up with a podcast or two sure. that people could go listen to. Sure, yeah. I, there's many podcasts that I've been on in my time, and I think you can tell that just from listening to me on this one, like how seasoned I am and how great I am yeah. at doing this. Uh, if you want to listen volume. to a really bad <laughs> podcast, uh, Haters in the Building, uh, over on the www.banglocaldads.com podcast network. That people is- are going to be able to understand what you just said, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because you're so good at being on podcasts. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, Haters in the Building, that's on iTunes. That's a great podcast uh, where we uh, talk about television shows i don't know if uh, i know you guys are the only recap one but we talked about television uh recently we uh talked about all the pilots for our pilot season the fall pilots on all the networks go listen to those those are great we have some really great insight god friended me god friended me or god uh fucked me or god sucked me you know anything really uh okay if you if you like that kind of humor go go listen to haters in the building yeah Uh, i don't (laughs) we talk a lot about racism and representation yes it's so nasty uh, the first thing, the, the racism, one that he, yes. the other one, the, the, the yes. God sucking and fucking. Yeah, that's the nasty that's one. That's the nasty. The part. other stuff's good. Racism yes. and reputation, I like half of. Representation is good. Yes. Okay. The half first one is bad. And first then, two are bad. One is good. Two true. Two bads and a good. Yeah. So then you can go also go listen to my other podcast. This one is a. Uh, if you're sick of hearing people talk, which I know that you are, go listen to my other podcast. www.banglocaldads.com. The podcast. And that's more of a multimedia experience where we take you through uh, themes and ideas and sound and art and love and life and really, really uh, tease something out of you that you really don't expect. And it's it's a very unique podcast that there's nothing else like out there. Sounds awesome. terrible. Uh, and that's www.banglocaldads.com. B-A-N-G-L-O-C-A-L-D-A-D-S.com. Yes. And that's been the Ray Romano Memorial promo section. RIP. Wait, what? Yeah, and actually, uh, that's funny that you say that because around here, we say we R-I-D. say R-I-D. Rest in Deborah. Smells like courage. Yeah. Ha.